Listen, listen, listen. Who told you that? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast where we get real. Who told you that? Today's episode is a very special episode. We have an amazing guest. Her name is Heather Evans. She's a singer-songwriter, she's a youth pastor, she is a mother, she is an amazing human being who is going after her dream fiercely and seeing some amazing results. This is going to be a very encouraging episode. We're going to go into her faith, we're going to go into her resilience, we're going to go into her struggles on this journey, we're going to go into everything she's had to overcome. We're going to talk about her following the white rabbit. You got to stay tuned to know what that means. But first, let's get into a message from the day's sponsor. Today's message is brought to you by MusicAndLifeMindset.com. Are you a singer-songwriter or an artist who wants to learn how to produce their own songs? Or maybe you're a producer who wants to build more modern tracks, build up your catalog, get more clients, and maybe even get the right mindset about production. You want to learn a faster workflow? You want to learn from industry experts who are killing the game and finding success and getting their songs in TV, film, and ads? You want to hang with an amazing community of people who have fun every single week? Do you want to have one of the dopest, most disrespectful producers in the universe right. walking alongside of you? Then you need to head on over to musicandlifemindset.com, hit that subscribe button right now, and find out more about Music and Life Mindset Academy. Make 2022 your year to be the producer of all time. What you waiting for? Do it. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have Heather Evans, an amazing human being, a phenomenal singer, songwriter, youth pastor, mother, wife, also um, on her way to being one of the dopest producers in the world because she's taking my course right now, and I believe that she will be amazing producer. Uh, but I'm excited to get into her story. Thank you for being here, Heather. Appreciate Thanks for you. having me, Nick. This is a dream come true. Come on to be on your podcast. What? Well, hey, you are wearing your uh, your dream key, like you said. So I, I am. Yep. I thought it would help make this dream <laughs> come true. Thanks for making my dream come true, man. <laughs> no, for real. The The people that you've already had on your show, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I look up to them so much. <laughs> I feel cool. Maybe you are cool. You I, are. I don't know if I'm cool enough to be on your podcast, but you are Just way me. cooler than me. All right. I have to say that. Aww. No, but I, I love hearing I love the journey you share with me um, about your your sync journey and even your faith journey. Like I was just yeah. blown away. So I was like, Heather come on my podcast, please. The people need to be inspired. They need to be inspired. And you have a story that's going to inspire them. So that's why you're here. That's why I you're hope here. so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we're just going to dive in right here, but that girl, dive in, tell the people how long you've been doing music, how you oh, got into gosh. it, all the stuff. <laughs> it's a crazy journey. So buckle up, put on your seatbelt. It might get crazy. Okay. There could be some, you know, sharp turns. We might go fall <laughs> off a cliff here, but don't it's worry. The it's a good, happy ending, you know, pretty happy. Um, but I started like writing music when I was 12 years old and, um, it started out just with poetry, like as a way for me to express myself because I was, you wouldn't know it, but I was really shy and like introverted when I was younger. And so poetry was just a way that I expressed myself. And then um, I got a guitar and started 
putting my poetry into songs and my family's really musical. So it's always been a part of uh, my family life. We just are always singing in the car and around a piano. Um, we sing everywhere we go. And uh, so that was in me from a young age. It's just music was in me. And then, uh, you know, I got my guitar and my dad got me studio time when I was 15 years old. And that was when the magic started to happen for me. And I knew this is what I want to do. Like, I love this. I love doing music. I know. Isn't he a cool dad? He did it for me because he wanted to hear my songs in the car, which I just thought was really cute. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. That's almost a tear jerking moment. Like what? That is so cool. Yeah. And he was the one I would share my little songs to like on the end of his bed. Like I would just sing to him. And to this day, he like listens to my music every day, like on YouTube. He watches all my music videos. He's got a playlist. It's so cute. I'm like, oh, dad, biggest fan. So great. It's amazing. Yeah. And then when I was 17, this is even crazier. I'm like, oh, young Heather Evans or wall. It was back Heather wall back then. But um, I recorded a full length album and that's when I started to get into sync was the manager of the studio I was recording at started pitching my music to uh, taxi through. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of taxi music? It was bigger back taxi. in the day. I feel like it's still kind of big and it's still happening, but um, he was, you know, submitting my music through taxi and uh, MTV's what's it called? Oh my gosh. Laguna beach. Uh, picked up two of the songs. LC, and, right? Is that L- yes? Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. No, and so, Beach. Laguna Beach. Oh my gosh, it was such like a teen drama show. And so my songs fit really well because they were very much like breakup songs. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, I was selling a ton of CDs, and people were emailing me. They were finding me on what? the internet. Like back then, we did not have social media like we have today you'd have to wait to the end credit and see who the artist is and then look them up look up their website and like find them and they have chat rooms where they find you and they'd find me that is like, so dope i've i've not i you know it's funny my brain can't go back to when there wasn't social media how you could just get this knowledge and find people so instantly no that's you yeah. had to literally wait for the credits you had to wait so that means you care about the music in this. Right. I'm like, dang, you found me? Like, what the heck? And uh, then I got some other songs on another teen show called South of Nowhere on Nick. It was like a Nickelodeon channel, the N. It was like the teen channel. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got some songs on there. And same thing, like people were looking up my music and trying to find me. And they even made like, <laughs> this is so funny, on YouTube, there's like videos that, their fan made videos of some of my songs that what I'm like, okay, that's crazy. <laughs> I gotta go find these fan made videos. No, do not. Heather, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. If you heard my voice back then, it sounds so young and like a baby. Okay, I will tell you, <laughs> I will share it with you, but please do not judge me. It's all part of the journey. Okay. Heather Wah, W A U G H, Impatient Heart. That is 
All right. I'm album. Look at, it's all part of the journey. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to create my own fan-made video, blast it all over social media. Oh. I'm like, please just let it die. Like, I never <laughs> want anyone to find it. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, I have billions of followers on this podcast. I billions. know you do, man. Billions. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, so man. what happened after, what, age seven? 17. 17. So you're getting, getting this stuff on TV. And then yep. did that did that kind of stick or did you go through a drought after that? Like, so what happened after that? Boy, life has crazy twists and turns, does it not? It sure um, <laughs> I met my husband at the tender age of 18. He was 23 and we started like dating and seeing each other. And I was playing a lot of shows and stuff at the time. And we actually met at a show. It was really cute how we met, but um it was love at first sight for sure. And, uh, you know, we got engaged and I was planning, and I told you this in our session, I was planning to go to recording school. That was my goal in life was to do like live sound and production and do my own production. Like I've always wanted to do that. And so I was going to go to this recording workshop and, you know, just like go all in for music. And I ended up getting engaged instead, which was a good thing. And I was like, ah, I'll do, you know, recording stuff later. And I put Mm -hmm. it on hold and I just wanted, I want to shoot my young self in the foot. Like Heather, what are you doing? Follow your dreams. No, but I married the man of my dreams. It was worth it. But life just kind of took me down like a crazy road. And, um, our first year of marriage was a little bit rough. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. We got sick a lot. Like, I don't know what happened if it was yeah. our apartment or what, and life just hit. And, uh, so we, I had to put music on hold a little bit mm-hmm. and I did some music here and there and I recorded an album and one of those songs ended up on a independent film, which was pretty cool. Um, And so I was still doing music stuff, but was still like, I I don't know what the heck I'm doing. You know, I felt a little aimless in that time. And, um, I ended up getting pregnant and, uh, we lost our first child. Mm. And so that took a really huge toll on me emotionally and personally. And I took, I mean, I fell into a deep depression for like eight months and, um, I came out of it with music. Um, I wrote like a project called songs for healing for parents who've lost children and stuff like that. So it was like, it was something I needed at the time. Um, yeah, but it just life, you know, hits sometimes and you have to lay down music and that's okay. But, uh, I, uh, I was starting to feel better and I ended up getting pregnant with my son, trust Emmanuel uh, trust God is with us is like what his name means or whatever. And he, I end up getting really, really sick, like, uh, to the point where I'm in and out of the hospital and, uh, can't eat or drink or anything. So I was on fluids all the time, not a fun situation. And sound fun at all. Yeah. And then when I went to deliver him, I ended up being in congestive heart and lung failure and like almost didn't make it. So for a whole year, basically, I was down. 
and then recovery a whole nother year I was down. And so I just felt like, man, I had this dream when I was young to do music and I don't even know how I'm going to do it. And I just felt like a shell of a person through Mm -hmm. everything that I'd been through, you know, depression and then PTSD from everything that I dealt with in my pregnancy. And I was seeing a counselor and like trying to like get in the right headspace. And I felt very like inner focused, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I end up like working through everything. I do my like out of the woods album and it's, beautiful. Like I launch it. I mean, it goes really, really well. And I end up getting to, um, sing the national anthem for when president Barack Obama came in town, which I was like, so I felt like I was on the top of the world. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm back. I'm back. You know? And then I get pregnant again and everything that happened with trust happens again. And so I'm out for the count again for a year. And I'm just like, what am I doing? You know, and I felt like every time I lost my identity a little bit Mm. and I felt like, well, I'm a mom, I'm going to have to quit music. And I don't Mm. know why that was a thing. I don't know who told me that. Who told you that? Who told you that? I don't know who told you that. Maybe society. I feel like a lot of of people um, go through that. I feel like even as you know, my wife and I, we still have to remember like, Hey, yeah, we're parents and all these things, but we still got a date. We still got to go out. We still got to have our identity together. Um, and then I also have to remind my mom, like you are, you know, first mom course, number one priority mom, but it's not, not forgetting that you are still all these things. Yes. Yeah. I can be an amazing mom and an amazing singer songwriter at the same time. That's exactly the perfect combo. And the fact that our kids see us living out the dreams in our hearts shows Mm. them that they can do it too. And it empowers them to know like, Hey, my mom, she went for it and she was completely present with me. You know what I mean? Like when she was with me, she was with me. When she was doing music, she was crushing it. You know what I mean? But I I, always knew. I'm so grateful you said that because I think that's one of the biggest things is like, don't sacrifice the family for the career and also don't sacrifice the career for family. See, it's this balance, right? It's like, you can have both. I wholeheartedly believe that. And I'm like, you just have to have the balance. So I love that you pointed that out. Yeah, and I don't know who told me that. I told myself that I think, and I felt like society was telling me that Mm -hmm. too. Like you can't do both. And I felt like, man, I got to quit music. You know, whenever I found out I was pregnant again, I'm like, ah, I got to quit music again. I'm like, what? You know? And, um, I, uh, so story joy was my daughter's name. And, um, love that name. Yeah. I had a really hard pregnancy again, but I had a different mindset this time. And, Um, I knew I could get through it. I knew that I needed to stay in community and to get through that hard time and just use all the tools that I'd learned in counseling to get me through that. And I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going to do music for a year until stories like a year old. And at that time we moved from Columbus, Ohio to California. And I'm like, I'm just going to 
be here, invest in the community here and dig in. But oh my gosh, the musician in me, I'm like, I want to do something. And of course I was writing all these songs and stuff. And uh, when I was in California, I decided to pick up music again. And I think I was like, oh my gosh, how old was I? 29 at the time, mm-hmm. almost 30. I was 29. So the window I felt like was closing in on me. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm getting old. No, it's not true. There's no age limit in the music industry, but I don't but know. But you still feel who, like- Who told us that, Nick? Who told us, know. right? But you still feel like, I feel like even for any dream, you just kind of have this window where you feel like, oh my God, my time's running out. I'm like, fool, you're 19, calm down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. yeah, and so I decided to go after it again in California. And um, I knew I wanted to try to get back into music licensing. So I knew I needed to get a really good producer that had broadcast quality production skills and mm-hmm. who knew how to get me instrumentals and all that good stuff. And so I just looked up the best producers in the area and reached out to him and it worked out that we could work together. And I created a three song EP that literally I had to pull all my money resources together to make that happen. Like that doesn't seem like a lot, but to me at the time, like we had no money at all. Um, And it was a miracle that I could even do that. And I, I did my little project and I started the painstaking work of sending out like probably 50 plus emails. I had an eye twitch at one point. I'm not even joking. I love um, emails. To music licensing companies to try mm-hmm. to get my songs on TV and film. And um, I just start sending emails and guess how many people I heard back from? Just try oh, to guess. All 50 of them. In a perfect world, that would be the case. But in my case, I only heard back from one. Wow. Uh, I didn't even like, yeah, they didn't even email right. me back. They're just like, yeah, we, we don't have time for this. You know, we get yeah. millions of these a day. And that was the company. That one company was the company that got my songs on to So You Think You Can Dance, Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings, Dancing with the Stars Jr., two of the songs. And all of a sudden, all these thoughts of what that were holding me back, mm-hmm. I was just like, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> maybe I can the, do this. I love you know? that. You know, it's funny because I feel like a lot of people give up too easily. It's like, yeah, you know, you put people who want to go viral on. Like I feel times. you. Yeah. <laughs> I've almost given up quite a few times. I feel like people who want to go viral on TikTok or do all these things, I'm just bringing up that up. Social media. No, that's true. That is true. It's like you posted one video and you didn't get the like, so now you stop. It's like, listen, Heather sent out 50 emails, all right? And then the one that got back to you was the one. Yeah, I personalized them. I said, oh, you didn't just do the copy and paste? I did not copy. I'm like, Jim. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm I didn't know what the heck I was doing back then. Thank goodness I I have a little bit more street knowledge and but you funny. have to learn. Like even yeah. I made so many mistakes back then. I didn't know what stems were. And you know, I I made so many mistakes, but 
I'm grateful for those mistakes because I've been able to learn and mm-hmm. gleaned from them and be a better songwriter and musician. And um, yeah, I mean, and things are really happening now, you know? And so those three songs that I started out with, like, that doesn't sound like a lot, right? But it's like a starting point. Mm-hmm. And I knew I the songs that I had before weren't going to work for music licensing. I knew I had to like start from scratch, basically. I was starting over. Step number one, <laughs> denial. Listen, don't, yeah. den- don't be in denial. If your songs don't work, admit that to yourself and let I people had to. show people. That's, they were that's, too that's personal amazing. to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I knew that wasn't going to work for a lot of things. So I had to, I made this choice and I'm crazy to do a 12 songs in 12 months project to start building my catalog, a song at a time, one a month, mm. broadcast quality songs with producers that knew what the heck they were doing um, to make these songs, you know, fire, singable, yeah. you know, and uh And I did that, you know, and so 2018, I did my 12 songs in 12 months project. And I started going to all these conferences. I think that you were going to, too, or Mm -hmm. yeah, because you went to Sync Keepers. I went to Sync Keepers. I went to the CD Baby DIY Musician Conference and did like the Sync track or whatever. And then the Taxi Road Rally. And and I met uh, some really cool people at that and um then durango songwriters expo Mm -hmm. so i i went to all these conferences started meeting people and pitching my music and listening sessions and getting my songs signed to all these music licensing companies and i'm like oh my gosh it's happening it is happening (laughs) and it felt like this like snowball effect you know what i mean the more I was connecting, because it's a relational business, the more I was connecting with people, the more opportunities I was getting. And the more that I was posting on social media about what I was doing with the 12 songs in 12 months project, the more like producers started reaching out to me. And um, it's just crazy. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing it. That and is beautiful. I don't want to tell you how old I am, but I think I should tell the people. You how should old t- tell, tell these my billions of followers how old you are. I am 30. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Oh no. So no, old no. you forgot how old you are. I'm oh my 35. Goodness. I am I'm 35. 35. We are 35. We're twins. No, we're when, age wait, twins. Real quick, when's your, when's your birthday? October 27th. Are you saying that's not my birthday? My birthday is May 2nd. <laughs> You're like, ah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. It's cool though, because I discounted myself. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, oh, it's too late. Mm-hmm. I missed the boat. Thank goodness I didn't stop. You know what I mean? And that I you kept going. Kept going. And then you also know? you're doing this because you're not going to a studio to track your vocals. You're doing this right at home, right? Like, yeah. So during the 12 songs and 12 months project, I discovered that I could record my own vocals at home and work with any producer all over the country mm-hmm. and or across the world. Like I just did a song with a guy in the UK and I'm like, oh, is crazy and so i've got my really nice like tlm 102 neumann uh microphone and record from my basement studio i made like a little isolation booth 
which I'm looking at right now. Is this your, that's your studio, right? It looks, this is my studio. Yeah. So I have some really cool acoustic tile panels and then all around me is curtains and it works like so that is cool. DIY, but it works. DIY everything. Yeah. And, um, so 12 songs in 12 months project was a huge success. Every single one of those songs were signed to music licensing companies. And I was like, people were reaching out to me. I'm like, I guess I'm just going to keep going and keep releasing a song. I'm just going to keep this thing rolling. And so I've been doing that, I think for a long time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. I'm like a long time. And during 2020, when everything shut down, um, I used that time to educate myself. So I did some like music licensing, like a course on music licensing. And then, you know, recently I just started taking your course to educate myself Mm -hmm. um, on production so I can start doing it myself. But in 2020, um, a really cool producer reached out to me on Instagram. And this is the follow the white rabbit. Are you ready for that? Um, It's what he reached out to me. And was like, hey, I'd love to do a collab with you. And he was like interning, doing like trailer work stuff for Warner. Yeah, Warner. That's huge. Yeah. For the the library or? Yes, the library. Uh Uh-huh. Warner Chapel. That what it is? Warner Warner Chapel. Chapel, Yeah. Yeah. He was in Warner Chapel, like doing some interning. He's like doing some fire production. And I'm Mm -hmm. like. I don't know if I'm good enough to do some song with you, but I'm going to say yes. Cause I'm going to push myself and try to do an epic track. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, I'm just going to say yes. And I'm like, I don't even have a song. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. And I felt like at the time, and we talked about this listeners, you may not be a believer, but I believe that the Lord can speak to us in miraculous ways that God or the universe, whatever you want to call it, um, can speak to you in miraculous ways. And at the time I felt like, um, I got this word, like from God, like to chase the white rabbit. And what that meant to me was like, chase your creativity, wherever it leads you, like, don't be afraid. I'm giving you permission to do this. Cause Mm. I, I told you in our session, like, I feel dumb sometimes for being a creative or being a musician. Like I'm not choosing the typical nine to five job and who told me that's not good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that. told me that. My society. that. Yourself and probably society yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> in like the creative industry. I don't know why is not as like, you know, that's why they say starving artists, right? Starving artists. Yeah. And so I felt like I had that permission to chase the white rabbit. And then Mm. all of a sudden, like chase it wherever it goes, like in Alice in Wonderland, she's chasing this white rabbit uh, into the unknown and like follows it down this rabbit hole that leads her to this magical place. And all these cool things happen, you know, and I feel like that's like the creative process for me Mm. is like chasing the white rabbit and allowing myself to go there and I all of a sudden like start seeing white rabbits everywhere. And I saw like a white rabbit at the top of the steps that my daughter made. And then somebody at, uh, at church gives me this Alice in Wonderland thing Mm. that has a white rabbit on. I'm like, come on. All right. This is a sign. Okay. Come on. now. So all that stuff is happening. And I get this idea 
for this song called We're Going Down. And I just like sit down at the piano. I'm like, lightning bolt strikes me in the way that it does in a creative way. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Um, do you dare to follow me down? And it's like this really creepy, like, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, okay, let's, let's see where this goes. Um, And then I'm like, down the rabbit hole where it stops. No one knows. And it's like, oh my gosh. And I just start cranking out this idea on the piano and the whole thing comes to me in one sitting. And luckily I have my voice memos going Mm -hmm. and I'm recording the whole thing. And, uh, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I think this is the trailer song. This is it. I love this. And so I send the idea to the producer and he's like, this is, this is fire. Let's go. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And a year later, you know, we release the song. We make a really cool music video for it. And actually this key is in the music video Mm -hmm. um it's like a huge part of it that like represents my dreams and stuff like that like and it gets taken from me in the dream like fear steals it away imagine Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. fear will steal a lot of stuff yeah and I like I grab it back at the end I'm like no that's fine and uh so fast forward a year after we make the song in 2020 and um I go to Durango the TV and film one that's like invite only. And I'm pitching to all music supervisors and the music supervisor for NBC universal happens to be there. And I'm pitching my songs and all that. And it goes well. Like I make, I make so many cool connections and music supervisors start sending me briefs and stuff like that. And uh, like three months later, I get this email from the universal NBC music supervisor and he's like hey heather do you have stems for that song we're going down i want to use it in a promo for the new show that we have coming out la brea and i was like what amazing i freak out out and i'm like let me just get my my crap together really quick and send it over to him nonchalantly like oh yeah got all that like how do i be cool and literally, I'm so glad I chased the white rabbit mm-hmm. back then. You know what I mean? And I didn't, because I was at this crossroads at that moment that I was like, again, questioning myself and questioning like, oh, is this worth it? Like, mm. good enough? Can I do this? You know what I mean? The monster, that inner critic just like eats you up, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm so glad I didn't quit because a year later, that song is in a promo for La Brea and I am making more from that stupid promo. It's not stupid. It's amazing promo. I'm making more um, from that than my part-time job for a year. That is phenomenal. Like, no, there's no, no, no starving artists here. (laughs) There is no starving artists. And that validated me though, Nick, like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, this isn't just a dream. This is like a tangible Oh, reachable yes. thing. I can touch this, you know? That, I can wow. put a down payment on a house you like can, this. The dream becomes tangible. You know, that, see, and you said yes, you kept showing up. I love that you said the, the crossroads. I feel like there's always this crossroad moment 
Yeah. And I love that you were sitting at that piano and it was like, Holy Spirit, activate. activate. Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> but the story, when you said crossroads, the story that comes to mind is um, I always think of the Israelites, like when they were supposed to first yes. go into the promised land. And then what, oh. 10, of them, 10 of them came back and they were like, nah, it's giants over there. Now nah, we ain't doing this. I'm but, good. But God, God was like, I got you. I already told you you were going to go into the promise. Yep. And they didn't do it because that fear, the fear stripped that dream. And because it's what you see. And just think of this music world. I mean, well, we'll say not just the music world, because there's people who listen to this podcast, not in the music world. Is any dream that you're going to go for, there's always going to be a chance that it's not going to work out. You can open, you can open that restaurant. You can start mm -hmm. that real estate agency. Mm -hmm. You can, whatever dream, there's always a chance that it's going to fail hard. But it's like, yep. what are you going to do? Are you going to just stop right there at that crossroad and be like, no, I'm not going to do this. So I love that you said yes. Okay, Nick, let's also talk about something here. Mm -hmm. Do I want to live a boring life? Or do I want to live a life that I'm? I look back and I'm like, that was epic. Like epic, right? I made every attempt to do the things that I felt like I was supposed to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm proud of myself, man, for stepping out in the ways that I have, even though I have questioned myself, I haven't let fear stop me. I mean, obviously you're going to be scared and afraid mm -hmm. anytime I'm sitting in those listening sessions with the music supervisors and you know, where they're from, they're Lionsgate and Warner mm -hmm. Brothers, and you're like, oh. right? Like, mm. Are but you not going to say it's this okay is trash? To be scared, <laughs> exactly. And it's like, okay, I gotta not take it, uh, their criticism or their feedback personally. Just like glean from it and grow from it, and let it make me better. You know what I mean? Not get yes. down on myself about Ooh. it, but let yeah. it make me better. There you go. Um, yeah, just pushing through the fear. What would happen if you pushed past your fear? Like, what would mm. happen? Right. I think about that all the time. Like, man, I was afraid to talk to that person, but what would have happened if I would have talked to them? Mm, exactly. So powerful. And we stop ourselves. We, we limit stop ourselves. ourselves we, you know? we, we tell ourselves lots of things. And so many, so many times when we hold back, we're actually missing out on a blessing or actually from blessing somebody else, giving somebody else permission. So there you go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's so cool because also this past year I had two other songs on um, some MTV shows mm -hmm. and actually got to meet like the supervisor who, and I was the featured artist on MTV, which I'm like, oh, no, what the heck? My like teenage self was like, that's awesome. So that is like a beautiful. Artist. And like featured on their playlist. And um, and I got to be, meet the music supervisor who was like in charge of all that at Durango. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, thank you. Right. So, cool. so that's beautiful. And I love when we did our um session. So for those when we keep staying session, because Heather's in my course and she yep. also has one-on-one -on -one sessions with me about production and stuff like that. Um, and we were talking about in our one-on-one -on -one was how you don't know when you say yes to something, you don't know when the benefits will come from that. It could be years from now. Right. 
Yeah, but nah. you saying yes is like it starts this. Um, how do you say? What is domino what effect? Yes, like, domino effect. Yes. And you can look back and be like that one. Yeah, I remember when I said yes to that. Like that led to that, and then that led to that, and then that led to that. It's like so. When we hold That's back from that, yes, my goodness, my life, man, and we don't know what's happening behind the scenes mm -mm. that we can't see, and we get so impatient in the waiting because we can't see all the things that are happening behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I'll get down on myself. I have this pattern. I'm kind of like the Israelites wandering <laughs> in the desert. I resonate with them. Every other day, I'm like, I do too. What am I doing? God, no. it was so much better when we were slaves in Egypt. This is horrible. You're lying to yourself. Get a job again. No, <laughs> right? No, it's not true. And then, and then I get a brief from a music supervisor, or I get a non-disclosure agreement from mm. a music supervisor for an ad, and I'm like, I know what this means. Right. <laughs> I can't talk about this, but I want to talk about this, but I can't talk about it, but I want to talk to you about it. But yeah. I can't talk to you about it. <laughs> And uh, so it's just like, you got to keep going because there's so many things happening behind the scenes. Keep your social media going. Um, keep posting on TikTok. Like you said, like, I'm still, like, yeah. you know, people are, watching. people are watching. Um, there's so many times people like will say to me, I saw that post that you did, or, mm. um, you know, a music supervisor is watching my Instagram story. And I'm like, right. You never know. And it's funny, like nobody else is going to fight for your dream. <laughs> nobody else is going to fight that's for right. it. It's your yep. responsibility. So that's how I always when I like when I'm marketing, like um, marketing anything, just marketing myself. Um, it's funny. There's this imposter syndrome that kicks in, but there's also like this guilt, like my marketing too much. What are the people going to think? But it's like, this is no. what, no, this is your page. Be unapologetic. And um, yeah, you got to not care if people like your post or not. You just got to keep going for you. At one point, it's like, it has to be for you. A hundred percent. It has to be for you. <laughs> because, and like, you can't get into comparison with other no, people because nice. that is such a dangerous thing. And I've seen so many artists just tank because they're comparing themselves to other artists. I'm like, no, be you. Like be you. I am, I love vintage things and bows and you know what I mean? Like that's my quirky self and that's me. And I have to run with that. And that's like my brand. And hopefully when people see that, they know, oh, that's Heather. That's, that's Heather right there, right? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, no one else should try to be me and I shouldn't try to be somebody that I'm not because number one, that's going to be inauthentic and people will see right through it. You see know what right I mean? And um, number two, like we have a story to tell, like a specific story to tell that's going to encourage people and reach different people. Um, like Nick, you're probably going to reach different people than I am. And I'm going to reach different exactly. people. That's going to make the world a better place. You know? But then when our story comes together, right? You see that? Aww. That's the thing. It comes together. Oh my God. Yeah. No, but that's even starting this podcast. Like how much fear I had doing this podcast. I didn't, just because I, I was I'm I wasn't a fan of my voice for the longest, but it's like I can't hold this back. Like I really want to do it. So just because I don't like my voice, if I really want to do it, I'm gonna not do it. No, I gotta do it. Yeah. I remember when I launched this podcast, I kept asking, like, 
oh my gosh, why did I do this? They're going to hear me. It's so vulnerable. Oh my goodness. It's been so well received. You're so so encouraging though. And you definitely, definitely have a voice and something to say. And you're like one of those encouraging forces that I go to your page and I'm like, I know Nick will have something encouraging or, you know. I appreciate that. Yeah. So you're definitely making an impact where you Uh, are and with what you're doing. uh, Thank you for that. And it's so, it's so fun doing it as you, (laughs) like, I don't have to. Yeah, exactly. I never run out of material being me. (laughs) That's right. you it's won't. gets to a point where I'm just like, I really don't care. I'm doing what I want to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. why I have you on here because you are so you. Like, I don't know, your style, your, your, the way you talk, present yourself, your music, you're so you. And that's what I love about you. I love your story. Thank you for sharing that. Like, that's so yes. powerful with the, the white rabbit. It's not weird at all. As I share with you, God talks to me through license plates and different cars. Yeah. It's real. It's crazy how it works. Matter of fact, I told you the story when I told my wife, I was like, babe, like God really is speaking to me. Like through these different, every time I ask him a question, I'll see it on the license plate. You know, the license plate have words. And right when I told my wife this, um, we were listening to the song. The song we believe was on the radio. We believe in God. the The car pulled right in front of us with the license plate that said, we believe. And I was hitting my wife like, yo, I told you this is so weird. Yeah, it's so, I I don't think it's weird at all. That stuff happens to me all the time. And it's wonderful because I feel like I get these um, creative downloads or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I can take credit for this idea because it's (laughs) like a download from... I feel like from the Lord, I'm like, oh my gosh, I get this amazing idea. I'm like, I couldn't have thought of that. No. Right? So no, awesome. Beautiful. Well, that's how this podcast came about. Because I came out the shower. I was like, who told you that? And my wife was looking at me. She said, what are you talking about? I was like, who told you that? Like, that's the podcast. She's like, oh, that sticks. It's so She's good. like, that sticks. So, so good. Funny, the funny story <laughs> Um, one of, one of my friends, you know her too, but it's funny. She, she said, Nick, you have a podcast. What's the name of your podcast? And I said, who told you that? She said, you, you did, you said it on the zoom. I was like, no, no, no. That's the name of my podcast. (laughs) Oh, it was so funny. We were laughing for a long time. That's so great. She's like, oh, ah, but it's so true. Like it resonates whenever you told me or when I saw what it was about, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many things that we believe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who's thinking told you that? Heather, who told you that you can't be a musician and a mom? Who told you that you're too old when you're like 35? What? What? Right? And you probably already answered this. This is my last question for you because I asked yeah. all my, my guests this question. Uh, so what was the biggest lie you had to overcome in your belief system? Oh man. I'll put you on the spot. I mean, there's a lot in there. Um, <laughs> probably, uh, gosh, just that. And I think I still battle with this one. And I think a lot of people do this one, um, that I'm good enough and mm. that I like deserve it or something. Yeah. I don't know. I feel um, just not feeling good enough. And I think 
that's where I'm always trying to educate myself and trying to get better. Um, because I always fight that voice, which sometimes you're like, Heather, what you know is enough and it's okay. Like you're enough. What you know is enough. What you're doing is enough. Um, but then also it's good to challenge yourself to get better and grow and be more knowledgeable, but just knowing like, Hey, don't operate out of that fear place, mm. but out of yeah. growth, you know, Ooh, there you go. That that's powerful right there. Don't operate out of the fear, operate out of growth. I love yes. that. Yes. Seriously. So why don't you tell the people where they can find your music, find you if they want to follow you. Yes. All the places. It's, I'm going to keep it easy for everyone. It's just Heather Evans music everywhere. So heatherevansmusic.com, Heather Evans music on Instagram, on TikTok and Facebook. So keeping it easy. Hey, that was beautiful. Well, that was real easy. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate your story. Super encouraged. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be encouraged from this podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Nick. It was a blast. Of course. I hope that you were super inspired by today's episode. If you were, please rate, comment, share so we can continue to get this out to more people so people can start digging deep, start facing those lies that are in their belief system and start living a life of freedom and start chasing those dreams that's deep inside of them. I'll see y'all next week.